This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker down from Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jake Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. That's I got hilarious. kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader wow. of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? Yeah, I'm the West Side T'Challa. <laughs> yeah. So this is my first time here. This year. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I appreciate that. And it's your man, Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of P.A., High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. A liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast. Because you know who the fuck they came to see, not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. Let's go, y'all fools. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Shop Talk podcast episode one twenty one. Yeah, somebody hit hit me to some shit that I was not privy to. What's that? That. You know, they was like, you do the, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis, every week. Otis Williams, the only one of the Temptations that's still alive. So they, he he really won. Because they still wow. touring, and who they coming to see? Damn, Otis. Nice. Oh, okay. I was like, damn. I, Shout out to the, the last nigga alive. <laughs> right. You know he owns yeah. the name to the Temptations. And he wrote the movie. I mean, who else Damn. the owner? He did. I mean, everybody else everybody did. Everybody else did. By default. I don't know no other Temptations. I don't know the other new guys at all. It's just him and four other guys. Okay, that, that that he pulled off the streets the same. Anybody know anybody from the Gap Band name? Not named Charlie Wilson. No, nah, but the <laughs> the rest of them were supposed to be his. I think the rest of them were his brothers. What's their name? I don't. Ronald. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Carl. Am I, am I Carl. To these on? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Um, how was your week, brother? Uh, week was cool, man. No. No complaints. I know you gave me shit about it early because just in my nine to five, you know, I'm a supervisor at work. I fired two people this week. Nigga, you are a horrible leader, dog. Why I do fired you fire? 15 people this year. Why? That's you. That reflects bad on you. Fam. It does. It does. I, I can't help it. Yes, I can't help it. I don't want to ask what company it is. <laughs> no, nah, I, don't, I don't speak on the company, but okay. I work for a pharmacy. But okay. I mean, shit happens. Let me ask you. Other than your team, how many other people got fired? This week, this year, I don't, I'm I'm like number one in attrition by like a landslide. Like the next nigga co- probably got like eight. Fib, you gotta you gotta man, get your shit roofing. together, though. Yeah, man, I done turn my whole, like I have a I've turned over a whole team in the course of twelve months. Are you? It's not like you're getting a kick out of it. No, <laughs> no, I like uh, that's the part of my job that I hate. Okay, because I, right. I can't tell. No, I do. Like, Once a month, nigga. <laughs> it's it's something. No, I I don't went through months without no. nothing happening, and then fam, it's we nine months in or well, ten months in. I'm going by like our fiscal year, September to September. So you got more than one a month. I mean, it, it, some months I don't have none, and some months I got I fire three people in a day. Clearly, dog. Let's introduce our guest, wow. though, man. So, our guest this week, uh, homie of mine, Nelson Sanders from the scene. I've known this dude for probably about ten plus years now. If you see him around Detroit, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is probably one of the most, one of the best dressed men in the city of Detroit. Wow, man. That, that I'm humble, man. That's I, what's I appreciate up. it. Um, yeah. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so man, we we appreciate you coming through this week. Uh, I know you got a lot. I know you got a lot going on too, uh, with the scene, uh, being a man of fashion, working at what is it seventeen seventeen oh one bespoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta you gotta help us get our suit game together, man. Because I got you, man. You you came dressed to impress. I mean, I try to represent on a daily basis, man. I really enjoy. Um, I've never seen you not in a suit. 
Um, yeah. Not helping. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's funny when people see me not dressed up, they're like, what the hell is going on, man? Like, like what are you doing? Okay with your life? It, it's kind of good and bad because I genuinely enjoy doing it, but at the same time, like if I'm walking my dog or just shooting to the grocery store real quick to pick something, I'm not going to have a suit on, more than likely. So, I mean, there's some cats. Like when I went over to Italy – I mean, you would see guys like on a jog with like a, a blazer on. Like I'm not there yet. <laughs> Why? I don't. I don't know. Maybe as I get older, things may change. But not not no, to jog. No, don't jog with not, the not to jog I'm with a blazer. Still like uh, you know, I'm from the east side of Detroit. But okay, that's that was gonna go in a whole nother way. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Um, I, I lost my train of thought, bro. That's cool. That's um, cool, man. We got a couple of topics this week, man, that, that happened this week. We'll get your input on some of those things, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then we're definitely going to pick your brain a little bit because I really want to know more about the scene because I see a lot of lot of familiar faces on there. I know Joy yeah. is a part of the collective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a homie. Yeah. So we definitely going to dive into that. What happened this week? I mean, shit, what didn't happen this week? Uh, so before we – so me and you had a conversation. We had a, a, a lightweight disagreement. On this uh, theory that you have, that uh, and one of our uh, our listeners sent shoot shot me some. Oh, that Beyonce is out here killing our our, our stars. Yeah, and I was I was rolling with you because Beyonce uh, killed Prince. Uh, she killed. Uh, Wait, I don't know what Franklin. About. You know what I'm saying? I was rolling with She's you. A, I have a theory that Beyonce is damn near a vampire. She I, every time that she's putting out a new new project yeah. or she go on tour yeah. one of our legends dies because she takes their soul ah, I got you she I'm, takes her soul but I'm scared to mention Beyonce's name to be honest with you uh, the beehive is real, they so. real. It's, it's not it's, it's, it's mythical it, oh, it's, it's real bro I'm around yeah all right. I, see, I'm listen, not even gonna speak on it one of our listeners shout out uh, they sh- sh- sent me this and I was like wow this makes a lot of sense so Stevie Wonder sung at Whitney Houston funeral Michael Jackson funeral Tupac funeral, Aretha Franklin funeral, this motherfucker might be the killer. Nah, man. And look, he, he the serial killer, and then he show up to all the motherfucking funeral hey, singing. y'all funny, bro. And look, and laughing and shit. That nigga be smiling and shit. He be laughing. Because he blind. The nigga not blind. I don't care what. Look, I know you sent me that video. Listen, dog. He sent me this video. Stevie Wonder been lying all these. This nigga's not blind, dog. Shut, chill out. This nigga's not fucking blind. blind Stevie's blind as shit. So it's a con- yeah. It's a video. It's a, it's the a concert. The fact that he ain't cut that ponytail off. Listen, dog. It's a it's a concert. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on stage doing their thing. Paul McCartney walked by and knocks over this microphone stand. I didn't even watch it. This look. nigga Stevie Wonder sticks his arm out no. and catches the. Hell no. Am I lying or not? Look, Steve, <laughs> chill out, bro. <laughs> Stevie, hey, his arms, gotta, his hey. arm swings out because hey, hey, I when, take off my jacket. When, when you lose <laughs> one of your senses, the other ones are heightened. Fuck out of here. That's, that's some, all that is, that's man. Movie shit. I watch this nigga. He watch. Hold on, dog. Oh, it, <laughs> Stevie. Hold on, dog. Hold they on, go. Hold they on, go play on, it in on. slow motion. Stevie's still blind. I don't care what you say. Wait Look, a minute. It's depth perception. Depth of what? You know, it's like when you if if you sitting at the bar. Or oh something, no, he didn't. No, he didn't catch it. That's what he tried. Catch. But I'm saying he stuck his arm out, leaned out. <laughs> like what? What? What was you trying to do, fam? It's like depth perception. You at you at the bar. You sitting with your back turned to the door, and somebody is standing right behind you. You're going to feel the presence bro, of a motherfucker right bro, behind. He you. heard that stand falling. Like, and what does a <laughs> stand fall? Like, I, don't, I don't think he was reaching for it. I think he was like singing and moving mm-hmm. to. Nah. So listen, all right, I figured this shit out, right? Stevie is blind. I figured this shit out, dog. 100% blind. Years ago, the record label seen uh, Ray Charles out here getting off. Like, Come on, man. They was like, no, hey, young nigga, we about, to get, we about to cash in on this blind shit. Put these glasses on. Go sing these songs. It's like Master P and uh, Lil Romeo. Nigga see Lil Bow Wow getting off on that child. No, this is not, it's not the same. Nigga been lying these years, fam. It's not the same. That's why he be laughing and smiling every time. He be like, <laughs> nigga be laughing, fam. Y'all run, man. On, nigga man. not blind. I love Stevie, He could man. be a serial killer. Right. You can't say nothing bad. No Stevie He kill people and then show up and sing at the funeral. That nigga cold-blooded, dog. Cold-blooded. That's an honor to have Stevie Wonder sing at your funeral. Unless he yeah. killed you. <laughs> Unless he killed you. Then no, I don't want him singing at my funeral. No, man, Stevie is... If that nigga sing at my funeral, investigate. How does investigate I, what? Can I ask you something? How did this become the topic? 
I'll who <laughs> not to say is I'm not like saying it's bad, but to how did it what what was the like Be- the Beyonce or No, the Stevie part. Uh, oh, somebody else sent it to us. Somebody hater. sent me the, the serial killer portion, but then I always knew the nigga wasn't blind. Okay. Because yeah. you seen one video of him trying to, Fuck it. I mean, uh, him reaching his arm I've out. I've also seen a nigga sitting in front row at the Lakers game. So you explain that shit to me. He want to hear, he wanna hear the that's, vibration that's, of the floor. That's for sure pointless. He want to hear the vibration of the floor. Fuck out of here, dog. He's stunned. Hey, man. If you, Stevie from the city, man. We know people who know people. So he finessing? I'm just saying. You can get in He's contact finessing. with the right person, fam. Who created finessing? That's uh, that's a funny word to an me. An east side yeah. nigga. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely yeah. an east side nigga. I don't know what side niggas finesse like a motherfucker. I feel like if you from Detroit, you finesse. Yeah, at some you got point. to. You got to. Yeah. It's probably a class in high school at this point. You yeah. Ha- yeah. You gotta finesse, period. So man, the other big story this week, uh Mr. Cosby. Oh, oh man, that was sad. Was it? <sighs> you know, <laughs> I'm conflicted. <laughs> I'm honestly conflicted about the Bill Cosby ah, thing. Man, for a few reasons. Yeah, I was talking about this earlier today. Okay, what's your confusion? I'm conflicted for a few reasons. Number one, if you are a rapist and you got like decades of rape, you belong in jail. 100%. Plain and simple. Facts. Plain yeah. and simple. Like, I don't have no issue with that. Yeah. But the image of seeing old ass Bill he about Cosby. To die, bro. Yeah, he is. But seeing him take the perp walk, like in shackles, like that was, it's like, damn. I don't know that yeah. name. No, we, we, don't, we don't know him personally, but like, it's a connection that black people have if, with if Bill If he Cosby. wasn't Bill, it, you, people wouldn't, it wouldn't, wouldn't even be a thing. Yeah. No, nah, because niggas, niggas go to jail and get sentenced every day. He, Sit down at 36th District, yeah, they walk, they over. walking them out every day. It's right. over, yeah. But, like, see, this nigga extra fucked up for me. Because, like, it's one thing to be, <laughs> this don't sound fucked up. It's one thing to be a rapist or, 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 or to be a sexual deviant where you use your power and influence and shit like that. But, like, you rich, you famous. Your thing is you want to drug them and have sex with their lifeless body. Nigga, yeah. you look, that's some other shit, nigga. And Bill was, I mean, he was a good-looking guy when he was younger. Like, he, he was the man in the he, 70s and 80s. He was full, like, I don't so, get it, man. You, I guess. You a handsome man. You got money. You popular you, and got money and influence, but you want to do this shit? I don't. That's man, a special kind of crazy. It is. They wired it a little is. different. He for sure raped some people. Yeah, I, I'm not for sure he did. I'm not negating that fact. Like he, I, I honestly believe 110 percent he did what the fuck they said he did. Yeah. Not this many people. Like I look at people's track records. Niggas been talking about R. Kelly being a creep for years. There's yeah. there's nothing in my heart that makes me believe that R. Kelly ain't out here really peeing on young bitches. <laughs> Same thing with Bill Cosby. Ain't shit in my heart that make me believe that Bill Cosby out ain't out here. Dr- Drugging and having sex with a, a woman's lifeless body, but just to that shit sound that's wild. lame, man. It 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 is wild. It's but, not that it just sound that way. It is. What's so crazy is like this case that he got convicted is some recent shit though. Like it's inside the statute of limitations. So yeah. all the other old motherfuckers who who came out, like nigga, this shit is recent. How like, recent? Like two thousands. Really? Yeah. Damn. I think I, I want to say it's like two thousand. So he old as hell raping. Yeah. yeah. So peep this. <laughs> so it's two things. Like, so if you that like he got a long history with this shit, right? Oh yeah. Man. Your wife got to know. Oh yeah. Camille wasn't at none of the wasn't at sentencing. He 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 was solo. I felt I seen some pictures, I mean seen some posts on like the real victim of this is Camille. I'm like, bitch, the real victim is the victims. Yeah. But like like they just dedicated like a, a building to to the family like in Temple, like maybe about two years ago where he was still like free. And she, they didn't go together. They didn't go. To, they didn't go together. And the building, the building is in her name, and she's using her maiden name. So she like has distanced herself from yeah, but Bill you knew, Cosby for a while. If you knew your husband out here raping bitches, it's probably like if you do your dirt, like just don't bring that shit to the crib. A lot of oh, you can drug and rape. With I'm them not. Too. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's right, but like a lot of wives, some people have situations, and they have you know. Circumstances with them situations. I don't mind you cheating as long as you don't come back with I no think, disease and no baby. I think in general, a lot of rich people just run out of shit to do and end up doing dumb shit. And I'll I, never want to be that rich. Yeah. Like I want to be rich, but not to the point where I'm just doing like the why you the, out here the raping? most. <laughs> why you out here yeah. raping? I don't shit. know. I don't know what leads to that, but so I, I'm, go ahead. I noticed this giant double standard this week, man. What? 
So y'all know uh, Brett Kavanaugh are mm. are likely. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he probably are likely next uh, Supreme Court justice, right? That's some that's some mm-hmm. slimy shit he doing too. So it's funny that you know Bill Cosby come out with the shit. Half the people like fucked out. They quote them white hoes is lying. <laughs> like sixty people come out and say Bill did the shit. He said no, they lying. I can't believe y'all bringing y'all believing the white girls. Three people come out against Brett Kavanaugh. Get this nigga out of here. Right. Like, see how we chat? Like, listen, I'm with both of them getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, but, like, yeah. if 60 people come out and say Bill did it, you'd be like, nah, I don't believe him. Right. And then three people come out and say this dude, you'd be like, hey, get him out of here. That's a... I don't... Where's the double standard? Like, we still want them both up out of here. Half the people don't want Bill out of here. Why they don't want him out of here? Because they say they don't believe. They, they say for Bill, why they just bring this shit up now? Mm-hmm. Old boy said, I mean, old girl said she raped, she got raped by um, Kavanaugh when she was 17. Yeah, high school. Then this nigga brung out a calendar. I was like, nope, wasn't at that party that day. <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> 30? <laughs> I, I, my, uh, my memory is photographic. This nigga brung out a calendar. <laughs> I remember every high school party I attended. Oh, shit. He's like, I had some beer. Uh, I, I had some like I just I felt it was, was kind of weird. We got to keep that same energy, dog. Yeah. I think we got the same energy. We both, at the end of the day, you both want them to fuck up out of here. Everybody don't want Bill out of here. I seen a lot of sympathetic Bill tweets. I talked to somebody today that that think Bill should definitely not be up out of there, but they think mm-hmm. Bill should be out because he black and white people get away with certain mm-hmm. shit. Like, no, they they about to convict Harvey Weinstein. He he next. I don't think Bill deserve a pass. Now the only. I do have some concerns about Bill being in the maximum security prison because he a victim. What you mean? That he 81 years old. Nick, he got like 70 victims that we know about. Like I'm just saying. I'm just saying like a nigga going to press Bill Cosby in prison. Oh, up top. As soon as he get in there. Yeah. He, they, they pressing him. He done. You either going to pay for this protection. You you going to pay to keep niggas off of you. Or is niggas gonna try and take Bill Cosby's pudding pop? Any one of y'all watch the uh, the show Snowfall? I love Snowfall. I'm better tell Bill to go in there like <laughs> and beat the beat like, the fuck out the, the first fuck nigga out he of see. The first nigga he see. Don't get off of him. Hit the Snowfall. Oh man, one of the best shows on TV. Okay, one All of right. the best shows on TV. But All Bill, right. who Bill Cosby gonna whoop? Hey, you he better go find some old. Literally, all you got to do is push him over. He's 81 years old. Hey man. Karma finally catches up with your hurts. Not trying to be funny, but he definitely gonna die within this month, probably. Yeah, (laughs) it's time to check in. Like, what else? You what else you got to live for? Yeah, Bill Cosby can't do three years in prison. Oh, I think TMZ stopped OJ and was asking him about like (laughs) (laughs) asking OJ about what he thought about being. I know the pot calling the the kettle black. What what did you think about Bill Cosby (laughs) being in prison? And it's like, is that that really happened? Yeah. Wow. He, OJ was golfing. TMZ rolled up on him TMZ, on the wow. golf. TMZ is ruthless. Yeah. I thought the the OJ being that would be more exciting than this shit. Like, no, where he, he been at? He trying to live a calm ass life. Like it's no, over with. No. I should have brought some Hennessy up here, bro. <laughs> oh, you can always bring Hennessy. Man, they should have gave that nigga a reality show, fam. I want to see what the fuck OJ do day to day. He I'm that interested. Yes, <laughs> he go to Whole Foods. He <laughs> I play with the grandkids. Probably watch ESPN. Like OJ's life, I'm sure is not that exciting. Day I don't know. Oh. That nigga could be trying on new leather gloves every weekend. I don't know what wow. he doing. Wow. OJ wow. wired different for sure, bro. He on that tip. So he, yeah, ain't I mean, no telling what he doing. He did nine years in jail out in Cali. That nigga did nine years in jail for a crime that they after he was in prison they later said, oh yeah, that shit wasn't a crime. That's fucked up. I mean, you know why he did the time. Yeah. He, they so they wait, had to get something out the juice. So y'all don't think OJ did it? Oh, no, no, no. He did that. No, shit. no. I, oh, I, definitely, yeah. I definitely think he murdered his ex-wife. Yeah. 100%. What, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Let me take that back. Let me take that back. So I did initially think he did it. Right. But it's this documentary oh, called man. My Brother the Serial Killer. Okay. And it's a family out here who believes that their son killed her. He's a serial killer. He's in prison now. The... Nicole fit the profile of all the people he killed. He met her like a week and a half before his brother who was helping him uh, hide the bodies and shit like that. Like, okay. They, ho- they whole family be like, hey, this nigga did it. So, I mean, what if it was some, 
real killers. Look, man, I it's on I, YouTube. I, Anybody go ahead and search it. You know what I'm saying? This is this is one of your conspiracy theories. I didn't make this shit up. I, I honestly, I honestly believe Jews did that shit. You have you seen the documentary I'm talking about? No, I don't. It's hard for me to watch documentaries. You know I don't watch movies, niggas. It's hard for me to watch information. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't watch movies like that. I just I'm just comfortable with believing what I believe. Shit, I don't. I ain't taking them to court. Yes, I ain't got to defend them. I think uh, maybe Bill, uh, see now, Bill and OJ make a motherfucking movie together and shit, nigga. Why? Why? <laughs> Bill and OJ make a movie together. <laughs> uh, what was like uh, Uptown Saturday Night? That kind of oh, shit be called uh, <laughs> Uptown Saturday Night. Oh, man, Night. that's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> that's problematic. The bill, though. Yeah. Oh, problematic shit. statements get the bill. Okay. That, All right. It's definitely deserving. For sure. Man, that's funny, dog. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's gonna be sad. You Bill Cosby not gonna do three years in jail. He'll be. I'm. My bet is like ninety days before he kicked the bucket. So look, instead of like being Bobby Brown and like being Orenthal James, that should be lit. Dude. No, it wouldn't. Wait, what? Instead of the show being Bobby Brown being OJ, okay. yeah, that should be lit. No, it wouldn't. Though. Being OJ. Yeah. Maybe if it's on BET. No, that shit gotta be like on Vice. <laughs> I need to see some fucked up shit. Right. Being Orenthal James. He gotta have his whole name. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a lot of name. Yeah, man. You think you think Kavanaugh's gonna get the nomination? I, I do. That's fucked up. Because he out here Nigga, somebody said he helped gang rape. Wow. Like, that's wild. Wow. Like I didn't seen the so like I ain't know that many people just out here raping, dog. Like that's like, like that's the new wave. Like I I don't I can't even put my mind to that. Cause you normal, like you know what I'm saying. Like you can't is you can't I ain't never like I was fucking in high school. I ain't never had to get nobody drunk to do what the fuck I wanted to do. I ain't Damn. never had to beg for consent. Like it was it was always freely given. You ain't never got nobody drunk. Nah. I mean, I done got women drunk, but like, <laughs> I just yeah, ask yeah I done got women that's drunk. That's a slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so a Dave out here raping. <laughs> Damn, Dave. That's a very Man. slippery slope for shit, right? Cause yeah, it is. It's like shit. Maybe I mean, we, everybody done been with a chick and got drunk. Yeah. And, oh, shit. I ain't supposed to be doing this. Da, da, da. You end up smashing. Yeah. Slippery slope. Next, I ain't, say, yeah, <laughs> ain't, ain't got nothing for it. I plead the fifth. Yeah, right. I ain't got nothing you for it. While you trying to get inducted into something, a nigga come out here like, uh, when we was in cast on the eighth flow, uh yeah, that shit, wow. But like, so look, so a lot of people are saying. Shout out to the Crusaders, man. Whoa, we, I forgot we, you went to King. We, we got to do that on the on the Cast Tech podcast. I, f- I forgot you went to King. Well, I went man. to Cass and Cody, so I'm a hood nigga too. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you he get a pass. Yeah, yeah I, he, I, I did four years yeah. straight four, two and out, straight four Cass. I could have anyway. Uh, so listen, uh, that Brett Kavanaugh shit, right? One of them girls came. And she said that shit happened when they were 17 years old, when he was 17 years old. And there's a lot of people, and that nigga, like, I don't know how old he is, but he old as hell. Yeah. And they like, man, that was a long time ago. And, like, you're not the same person you was when you were 17 years old, which I, I totally agree with. So shouldn't we stop charging 17-year-olds as adults and giving them life sentences? Mm. Depending on the crime. Because you can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like. But it, I, I think it honestly depends on the crime. Like, if you murder somebody at 17, you I, a fucking murderer. At 17? You might be a junior murderer, but you a fucking murderer. I get it, but, like, what happened? You a different person. Wait. You, hopefully you a different person. You, mean, you know niggas that was wilding at 17. They, they 34 now, and they still wild as hell. Like, it's, it's, it's not an even... An even playing field. I mean, depending on the murder, you'd be on 15 years. Nigga, 15 years is a long fucking time. I know. Long time. You grow, you're you becoming be, a man in jail. You'd be 32. You'd be out. But you bec- you're also becoming a man in jail. Mm-hmm. And you now you're a different type of man. So what age <laughs> should you like not charge a kid as an adult? At 18. At what age should you not I charge ch- a not kid? Charge, I don't, I don't what know. What age man. should you not charge a kid? When I was 17, I knew what the hell I was doing. You know what I mean? I You still make poor decisions, but for, for the, sure. But like you, you, you understand yeah, the depth of your you decisions. Under, yeah, for sure. 
But not not like not like you not shooting nobody no shit like that, right? That's like that's very clear. So so what rape? What no? So for an example, um, you get in a car accident, you doing some shit you wasn't supposed to do, and you hit somebody at seventeen years old behind the wheel of a car, and that you were speeding or some shit, you smack somebody and they pass away. You mm. supposed to spend the rest of your life in jail for ah. a seventeen year old mistake? Well, I, I think at that scenario, any age, personally, I think it should be kind of. I don't know how you evaluate that. Yeah. It's still a vehicular homicide. You are still a murderer. That's not murder. Technically, people you, get murdered by mistake. No, you can't get murdered by mistake. People get killed by mistake. Now, y'all going dark right now. <laughs> yeah, people get killed by mistake. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, at 17, your brain not fully developed till you're 25. Mm, facts. Studies have proven. Like, so at 17, fam, you a fucking kid. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, no. That's tough, bro. I, yeah. I don't know. I ain't got the answer for that one. I don't. I don't uh, even because it's there, there's so like, many different crimes. There's a spectrum of that shit. That's really broad. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe credit card fraud at 17 at shouldn't the, follow you for the rest of your life. I feel like after 20 that's years, that's part of the Detroit finesse, though. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a victimless crime, Jay. It's not. It's not. Everybody gets their money back. No, they don't. They Except don't. the bank. Well, no, they don't. Though, if you got chase, you good. But I got shit, finesse. It's not a victimless crime because you may get your money back from the bank, but when your rent was due and you ain't have it in your account to pay it, they don't care. They don't give a fuck. And then you order NSF fees that you get because you don't got them. Like all that. Y'all shit. can't. Y'all can't waive them fees from from DTE. They gonna pay. They gonna waive your late fee. They gonna. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, no, DTE your, gonna cut you off. Your credit card. They gonna. They don't. They gonna. Then they're not gonna give you. Um, a late fee and all that shit and all Comcast that. will too. Yeah, Comcast don't get no fuck. They gonna turn you off. Yeah, like or you about to go get your car to, out the shop on the last day for they sell that bitch. I, I, I hate Comcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We uh, all hate it, man. Oh, we all man. hate it. We all came from the same plantation. We we made it Even we as escaped. a customer and a okay. All right. Well, no, no. You speak on it. Speak <laughs> on it. As a customer and a. Uh, a past employee, it shit is terrible. Mm. Hey man, I, I asked for a supervisor for everything I want when I call Comcast. I don't even want to talk to you. Get your damn supervisor on the phone when you call. Yeah, I, I could be wanting to remove HBO. Get your goddamn supervisor on the phone, man. Because I, I can't. I hate niggas like you. Though. I don't care because I don't be want to talk. I be getting on the phone with some shit like, "Hey, why ain't you let like why why I'm on the phone with you?" Like because they're in, you have all have proven through history that you're incapable of doing what I ask. Get a fucking supervisor on the phone. Are you a supervisor? Let me speak to your goddamn supervisor. A nigga like that. All right. <laughs> okay. Now take this HBO off and give me a credit for my inconvenience. Because <laughs> I had to talk to two people. That's funny. Oh, man. So you worked at uh, Comcast for a split second, like a couple weeks or something? No, it was uh, it was about six months. Possibly more than that, actually. Um. Yeah, I just I can't like sit in a cubicle for more than a few hours just doing the same thing. I was what are they, uh, FTC? You were like in the back in fulfillment. I, I yeah, yeah I, knew, like, I knew you was in that back area doing some BS, man. Talking to the uh, text direct. What was I doing? Giving them their routes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was and them texts be bullshitting. Period, man. All day long, lazy. All the whole day, day though. Yo, they be chilling. You ever did a ride out with a tech? I did. Okay, I did a ride out with a tech once, and like we didn't do no jobs. We we went to his girl crib. Got something to eat. Yeah, we we took like three hours at lunch. Yeah, we went to the mall. Yeah, uh, and I forget we went to another spot, but his supervisor was following him the whole day, and he didn't know. No, <laughs> so he wasn't. He got fired like the next day. Okay, like I went to turn like. I think I had like a clipboard or something. I went to turn it back in, and yeah. I saw a supervisor talking to him. And I was like, "What's good? What's good, man? We had yeah. a cool ride out." He's like, "Man, they followed me the whole day. I'm done. I'm out of here." Yeah, we didn't do shit. My guy wasn't that bad. We at least did one job, <laughs> uh, but it, we was just chilling, just bsing around. But yeah, man, that's what we pay our hundred fifty dollars a month for. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what you what, what you into right now? I know you got some a lot of stuff you're doing with the scene and uh yeah so honestly our this so the scene man um recently I haven't been doing a whole lot because a lot of my energy is focused towards 1701 as over time my role kind of 
heightens and develops uh, more responsibility and right. whatnot, um, which is good and bad uh, because the scene is kind of like my baby. So I started that a few years ago. And really, man, uh, one day I just woke up and it's just like, so in Detroit, it's always been kind of segregated in a lot of ways, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> as I got older, though, um, I realized, like, all the, like, people, like, moving and shaking that still stayed in the city, we hung out at the same places, you know, same bars, restaurants, all that. And, like, the stylish people that I peep, we would, like, see each other, like, okay, what's up? But we ain't never really talked. And it was a lot of those people that I would see. So it was just like one day I'm like, okay. Because I was giving myself excuses like, all right, I don't have the money, the resources to, like, set something up. So this may sound corny, but I thought about something that I like doing that didn't, like, necessarily cost money in the city that I like to do. So for whatever reason, I thought about slow roll. Okay. So, like, that started with a small group of people, and now you see four, 5,000 motherfuckers yeah. riding through the city. You know, so I'm like, okay, what if I just take that format and do, like, a style walk? You know what I'm saying? We just mob up somewhere random and, you know, shoot some video and photo. Whatever. So that was kind of a, a start to, like, a roller, like a, you know, a roller coaster of ideas coming. Um, but I saw this one video that inspired me as well. You know how you just scrolling Facebook, BSing mm-hmm. around? And uh, what was it called? This movement is called, I don't think that guy is doing it anymore, but it's called The New Stereotype. Okay. I don't know if you guys ever seen it. But anyway, it's this uh, cat. I think he's from like somewhere in uh, one of the Carolinas. He, um, I, if, I can't show you the video, but um, it, the, the, the visuals kind of called me. Anyway, it was five black cats walking through Grand Central Station uh, in New York, and they were all like, it was panning to each one of them, and they were talking about kind of what they did and kind of giving you giving you what they did, and it was kind of letting you see how they broke down the negative te- stereotypes that are, you know, placed amongst uh, black men. So anyway, from that, I'm like, shit, well, I don't know who these guys are, but this looks dope. So I reached out to the guy who started it, and I was like, um, damn, man, I, re- I really like what I see and what you're doing. And, like, what's what's the plans for this? Um, like, where do you see it going? So, anyway, he he told me that a guy from Detroit already reached out to him. And I reached out to him. And, anyway, fast forward, man, I realized that that was all the inspiration for me to just get something going that I already wanted to do. So, I literally just started hitting people up that I knew that mm-hmm. were dope, like, People that had genuine style, not like, you know, you see people walking around. Look, look like mannequins. Exactly, and just forced looks and stuff like that. Um, and Detroit has a lot of dope people um, that do stuff A to Z. So anyway, I'm like, look, I don't really have a, I don't really know exactly what I want to do, but I know if I get us in the same, in the same area, some magic going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I was fortunate enough that I had a really good photographer I think this was the key points for me that really made it pop initially. The quality and the consistency that I was popping stuff out. So that first video, we were like in the new center area on like, what's the Pallister? It's like a brick road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first video I popped, it went kind of like viral. And um, I don't know if you ever saw it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I've seen the first one. Uh, and people were just like blowing my Facebook inbox up like, what the hell is this? Like, what are y'all doing? Like... And who are some of these people? Because it kind of almost make you feel like you're not in Detroit from the vibe of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's kind of like elevated, kind of in the styles were like from A to Z. You had cats in like leather, damn near like kilts and like suits from like streetwear looks, all that type of stuff. And that was the whole thing because yet yeah, a guy who started the new stereotype, his name is Marquill. And his thing was based around, you know, African-American males, which was dope. But I wanted my thing to be focused primarily on style. You know what I'm saying? Right. Style doesn't have a color. So, I'm like, if you was, you know, black, yellow, white, gay, whatever, I wanted you to come out, you know what I'm saying, represent for the city. Um, so, yeah, man. And then it it just kind of 
you know, spiral from there for like a good while. Um, we would we would pick a different neighborhood. It was never really over choreographed or like we didn't have like themes. I just wanted people to come up and dress like themselves. Um, and we would shoot video, individual photo. We would get some like people talking over stuff. Um, and then over time, small businesses caught on like, oh, shit, okay. They got this uh, diverse group of people that look good. Why don't y'all come to my place and take some photos? So then, I don't know if I'm talking too much. No, 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 no. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Um, what was I going to say? So after a while, I didn't want to take advantage. I didn't want to abuse my, uh, what am I trying to say? Because the, the people who were capturing all this were, like, professional. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have money to pay them. So I didn't want to take advantage of that. So now it's like, damn, okay. I don't want to necessarily make this businessy, but shit, I got to show them some type of love. You know right. what I'm saying? At the same time, I want to keep the organic. And anytime you put money into something, I realize it just changed the whole shit. Yeah, it does. Facts. Yeah, so, like, does. after about a year of it, it's like, okay. I got to figure out some type of way to make money. You know what I'm saying? So I would kind of charge whoever would hit us up. I would just, it, it wasn't really, I was kind of bank on people to like, okay, if you reached out to me, I'm going to charge you something. You know what I'm saying? At least to take care of the photographers and stuff like that. Um, and then people got petty, like, oh, well, damn, Nelson getting paid for this. Like, I'm I'm involved in this. Why I'm not getting, it's like, what, you want me to give you $10 from $300 that this, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. people weren't seeing the bigger picture. So, you know, you, people were out there for not trying to – I mean, this is this is me being real. Um, people were uh, – had different motives for being involved. You okay. know, rather – some people literally fuck with me and just want to be, you know, and, and like what I was doing. Right. Some people just want to be seen on Instagram. Some people want to just be nosy and kind of figure out what you're doing. And some people just fake. So, but Like you said, once, once there's money involved, you get down to the – to the real motives of why people You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, if GQ hit me up, like, hey, we want to come. You know, Detroit is a buzzword around the world right now anyway. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's a realistic thing. Like, somebody big hit me up, and I got this dumb check. I would probably select, a, you know, a group of people. Like, look, this was going on, and y'all going to get this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a, like, people who know me know I'm cool, easy going. Like, I, I would have took care of them. But anyway, man. It was all good, though. Like, people loved it. I was getting great feedback. I struggled with, like, I'm not a really good planner. So I was fortunate enough that a handful of people stepped up and were helping me um, in certain areas where I definitely knew I needed help, and which was great. Um, But uh, over time, I kind of struggled with, I don't know, keeping people excited about it. Because... It was like, okay, we get it. Like, you go out different neighborhood, you maybe support a local business, take some dope photos, y'all all look good, but now what? You know what I'm saying? I didn't, and that's all I kind of wanted to do. Um, it kind of turned into almost like, uh, like a talent agency, I okay. guess, because I would have people shoot me DMs like, oh, who is such and such that y'all took a photo of? Um, I would love to have them for this. You know, so I was like kind of middleman in that. So I was kind of thinking maybe I can go that way and like, okay, this fee for this. And I, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, things kind of like over time, as I got busier with 1701, I procrastinated on some ideas. It's like we just did some a couple months ago, but now definitely not as much people are coming out. But I'm I'm going to still keep it alive, man, because – I just think it's a dope concept. I didn't. I don't know any other group of people. Not trying to sound like I'm just a shit, but did that at that level that I was doing it um, and getting that. You know, it was a solid group. Like people, it was a lot of talent in that group. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of talented individuals. I, I know. I, like I said, we mentioned a homie Joy. I see Marv Neal. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the brother's name, but he works at Thrift on the Ave. Chris. Yeah. 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 Yep, Chris came out. Um, it was a lot of people, man. Some people, what I what I really got excited about, it was some people who were, were hitting me up that were coming from other states, mm. people that I never saw around in Detroit, and that was dope to me. Um, so, yeah. 
So, um, so what turned you on into to the fashion? Let, let, let me just to backtrack a little bit. So the name, the scene, came from. Um, so there was a dance show called The Scene. Oh yeah, facts. <laughs> I was a little kid. I don't, I didn't know much about the scene. I I knew kind of more about the new dance show. Mm-hmm. Um, but the little research I did from what I saw. It was, you know, like Detroit's version of a soul train. You people just coming out having fun, being themselves. So it was a kind of spinoff. We weren't dancing, but it was a kind of spinoff, like the scene. Yeah, you I know, got you. You know, so that was that. Uh, yeah, what was you about to say, though? So what put you into the mind of fashion? What turned you on to fashion? Um. So when I was younger, like when I was at King and from like when I was 10 years old, I was just heavily into sports. You know, you grew up in the city, you play football and basketball. Yeah. You know, if you're good, you may go far. If not, you just one of them niggas who hoop in the hood. So I um, I did pretty, like growing up, sports, sports, sports. And King, uh, like the football team has always been good. I was a decent player, but I wasn't like – all state, you know what I'm saying? So it was hard to get a look if you were just regular good. Yeah. So anyway, my uh, ACT scores were shit, and I was supposed to go to a school down south, didn't work out. I went to a junior college in Grand Rapids, and that was just a shit show. So fast forward, I was I went to Wayne State. But I think coming up, it kind of sparked – my dad is just like an old Detroit cat, man, you know. He come. He always got some slacks on. The Henry had her hat, some dress shoes. Like always. So you just seen it coming up. He can walk to like he walked into the store. He really doing that. Okay. It ain't like he throwing on some hoodie. Like walking to the corner store. So I mean, I saw that my whole life. So it's just like, and he would tell me stuff like, okay, this how you shine your shoes. You know, you go get a watch from here. You get a hat at Henry the Hat, or you had this type of. You gotta have this suit and this suit in your closet for any part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I was younger, it was like one ear out the other sometimes. But as I got older, you know, you start dating, like, women. And then you go into certain places. Like, okay, damn, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? So, and then at the same time, I was working it. My first job was in retail. And it's funny, my first job, one of, one of them, I, I know, yeah, I think it was at Express. Uh, I was working with Sebastian from the social club. Yeah, yeah. You familiar uh, with Sebastian? <laughs> yeah, um, I worked there, man, and I I, I didn't think I was <clears throat> gonna continue to work in retail years after that, but that's just kind of how life happened. So I worked there, and then I was at Banana for a good stint, like four years. At that point, I I, I probably had my most development as far as just like uh, my personal style knowledge. You know, Nordstrom, Neiman's, but and then Ralph Lauren, where I li- really learned how to like, and that's my favorite brand. Um, you know, because I'm selling, you know, two thousand dollars suits and stuff like that, and talking to, you know, you got snobby cats, you got cats that think they know everything, and then you have cats that come in there. I wanted the the polo man to match my Gucci. You know what I'm saying? So that's besides the point, but. Um, <laughs> But I mean, at least that helps you learn how to deal with different different people, here, different here, personalities of fashion. Here's a pro that I had on a lot of cats that worked over there, though. I can relate to that cat that came in there and wanted that mm-hmm. versus the snob. Because on the south side of Somerset, you got a lot of people faking. Oh, like yeah. you working in a Louis store, you can't afford that shit. But they sell you that dream, like you know. That's why I had to get out of there. I'm working in Polo, spending my whole check in there. It was stupid. A grown man, you know what I'm saying? So. I had to get up out of there, and they weren't trying to, like, move you up and help you grow. So, um, yeah, man, just over over the time, I just grew, man. My knowledge, personal style, my – and just it just became a passion, man. And um, it just I just realized, like, shit, like, I got to do – I want to I do what I love to do for work. I and mean, it don't feel like work, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, man, I remember when I went back, first met my uh, – not to down talk, but when I first met my wife, she I would meet some of her friends. You know how you meet people, and they're like, oh, what do you do? Like, oh, how many degrees you got? How much? It's like, come on, bro. And They like, use it as a measuring stick, asking you, what, what do you do for and a living? To be honest with you, when I was younger, I used to be embarrassed. Like, oh, shit, I work at Banana Republic. You know what I'm saying? And now I see people making good money and miserable as hell. It's like. They kind of be like, what do you do for a living so I know how to treat you? Yeah. Let me know how to. 
how I can talk to you. You know what I'm saying? It's a I I I, I never vibe with people like that, but um, yeah, yeah, bro. So what's going on with 1701 right now? I know you mentioned that you just came back from Italy. How's the experience working there? Because I you're fooling. Go, go ahead. My not, bad. No, I was saying, like, how's the experience over at 1701? Oh, it's great, man. I learned – so that's the most I've learned ever starting – like, because it's a small uh, – we're a startup company, you know. So I started there four years ago. So I learned more there about business than what Wayne State could have ever taught me. Um, and then I had to really up my knowledge on clothing, like, specifically tailored clothing because um, – I mean, it was only it's only two of us selling, and if we don't sell nothing, we not eating. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and our suits range on average from about eighteen to twenty three hundred. Um, you know, there we just design and kind of create the pattern at the shop, but everything is manufactured overseas. We're gonna start making shirts here in the city, okay. probably first quarter of next year, though. But um, still, like. We, we're big on, like, educating folks. Because a lot of people don't – they don't even know their waist size. Like, what – nothing. So it's like I had to, like besi- – besides the basic stuff, I had to, like, take my knowledge even, like, five, six steps further. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You know, I always you, – you mentioned something that kind of rung out with me. Like, you know, watching your father. I know, like, my dad worked a professional job. I always saw him go out – Every day with a suit on when it was time to go to work. Yeah. Now the weekends, you know, he he laid back, but you know, just kind of seeing that coming up and that that sticks with you. Yeah. You know the yeah. he shine every he shine every all his shoes before he step out the house. All of them. Don't. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's shoe horns and everything, and learning learning how to take care of yourself and represent yourself as as a man when man, you go even out. Even washing your ass. <laughs> no, I'm I'm joking, but for serious He's for real. Grown man don't know how to wash up. Like, it's crazy. And, like, nowadays, like, when I was younger, I wasn't getting, like, manicures and pedicures. But some dudes uncomfortable about that, man, I think it's important, man. It's just, like, health, man. Like, you know. I'm dealing with people showing them these fancy fabrics. I can't have my hands dirty. And, you know what I'm saying? It's all part of being a gentleman. It's, like, not just what you're wearing. It's how you talk, act. Everything you do, you know what I'm saying? Granted, you know, I'm I'm still, like, if we had something to drink right here, I you know, I, I'm still a little. You know, we'd enjoy the Hennessy. I, I can go that way a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But um, I try to represent, man. You know, I still got some work to do, though. But, yeah. We all do. Yeah, yeah. So people that are <laughs> interested in you, the scene, 1701, where can we find more information out? Uh, well, we got a, the scene has a website, uh, the scene Detroit, and it's more so just like kind of a, a lookbook. It'll sh- it'll show you <clears throat> kind of a handful of our like outings and show you like a kind of a spread of different photos and kind of what we did and why we did it. Seventeen oh one, yeah, I mean website, uh, social media at seventeen oh one bespoke, uh, and then at the scene Detroit, and that's. Uh, S E E N. Okay. Um, at the scene, Detroit. Yep. Uh, yeah, man. So we we come down there. You you help help get yeah, us we, together from yeah, top to right bottom. At, we we, we kind of ducked off, man. And and to be honest, we need to step it up far as like uh, marketing and advertising and stuff like that. But it's so much to do, and just three of us, technically two, that actually are doing stuff like that. Um, what was I about to say? We're uh, we're right on Woodward and Willis, so there's a and we're in the third floor, like in a loft. Okay. And you wouldn't expect it because the first floor is a Coney Island, the second floor is like a child psychology center, and they're on the third floor. And from the outside, you'd be like, man, that just looks like a random building. You go in there, it's we got it pretty nice in there. That's got a little up. bar, lounge area. I don't know if you've been on the website or seen. Yeah, it. yeah, I've seen the website. Yeah, it's dope, man. Um. Yeah, so I mean, y'all come down there, and, you know. I we got should, you. We might do an episode. You want do an episode down there? That'd yeah, be man, that'd get, be dope. Get us get us looking good. Yeah, so I clean up. You throw a suit on me, I clean up. Okay, but I don't wear suits that often, man. Just I I've never seen you in a suit. Well, you've never th- seen me go to court. Th- you've never <laughs> yeah. seen me go to court. Your throwback Thursday picture you had a three piece. Oh yeah, that was that was prom. <laughs> that, was, that was prom ninety nine. Yeah, the three piece and shit. Cast that's, tech. That's hilarious, man. 
Yeah, we know when you put on the the, the sweater, you get washed. Yeah, I get washed. Because look, man, I used to see pictures of, I mean, just outside of my dad, just people in general from back, like, you know, you see pictures from the 70s, and everybody was dressing up. Like, he would tell me that, you know, Friday was just the big, it was Friday was just lit just for no reason. So if you went downtown, like, and he grew up on Linwood. And if you were if you were a jeans, you were looked at as like a poor kid, and they already didn't have much, you know what I'm saying? So it was like that just way of life always was kind of intriguing to me. Like we fly every day, we you know they wearing hard bottom shoes, like cashmere sweaters in high school every day though. And I know at times change, and it's just everything is it's almost too casual though for yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Girls, the outfit is throwing on some leggings and, you know what I'm saying, a hoodie. And it's like, I appreciate some aspects of that. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. <laughs> but at the same time, it's Put like. Put a little effort into your look. Yeah. Like, I was over in Italy, right? And I know this is another country. But literally, we sat at a uh, restaurant and just people watched. And everybody looked good, men and women. And it was like, not not even just in suits, just in regular clothes, like. You knew that they took pride in what they put on that day, and it wasn't forced at all. I feel, feel like in America, though, we rush to do everything. Like, you going to work, you eating a sandwich, spilling their drink. You know what I'm saying? It's like over there, they just enjoying life. Time moves different, man. Yeah. That's unfortunate. No, we, we let time dictate us. Yeah. That's we, what it is. Your job ain't going like if you come in a few like minutes late, like to your point, like everything is in a rush, no matter what. It's like, like we just oh, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we gotta do this, we gotta do. It's like, chill out, man. Like, like, just drove, and I like I, I purposely like I'm about to drive slow or like just cruise because it seemed like like man, somebody if, gonna shoot you. What you mean? They gonna be ready to shoot you. Well, they can somebody shoot. gonna shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can draw down if they want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What if, like if you drive slow, like from light to light. Well, niggas. not slow, but you know what I'm saying. Like just crew. Like I'm. I don't have to be there. I, I, you know, I, I arrive everywhere on time or a little bit early, so I'm afforded the luxury. I don't have to rush everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a luxury. Yeah, I guess I get there when I get there. Yeah, uh, yo, it's late to work every day. Be, I, I do come, I, I do come in late to work every day, and I don't, I don't make no bones about that shit. Now, as long as I try, I try not to be less than two hours late to work, but I go in late every day. All right, and no you fuck. firing people, right? Yeah, I'm leading that, by example. <laughs> the the terrible why, example. That's why the fuck they be out of here. So I'm like, this nigga ain't even here for two hours. You know, oh, but the computer man. let me know when the fuck you got there. <laughs> <laughs> so That's you got a whose man's is this this week? Uh, whose man's is this though? Yeah, I do got a whose man's is this this week. Uh, so we kind of touched on it uh, earlier this earlier in the episode, but uh, my whose man's is this is for everybody who out here caping for Bill Cosby to go free off the simple fact that he's black. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and it's real. like. Well, what about these white people? You start naming off names. You guys are white folks screaming all lives matter right now. You know what I'm saying? When we talking about black lives, something fucking happened and shit, somebody come out here. But all lives matter. Yeah, we know that, but we're not talking about that shit right now. We talking about this. So we talking about Bill Cosby going to jail for being a fucking sexual predator. Yes, we know that we got racial injustices out here and that other people should be in prison. But we ain't talking about that shit right now. We talking about this motherfucker. So stop screaming all lives matter, a.k.a. what about the white folks who didn't do this shit? We're not talking about that. That's going to be a given. We know there's racial injustices everywhere, but you can't allow a fucking predator to go loose just because we got racial injustices out here. That shit's stupid. And y'all not even comparing apples to apples, right? Yeah. So if I'm out here drugging bitches, right, and... Harvey Weinstein is saying you can't get into this movie unless you suck my dick. That's a fuck. That's fucked up. Yeah. But you still got a choice whether you want to be in that movie or not. Yeah. You don't got no choice when you get fucking drugs. Something put in your motherfucking drink. It's a fucked up choice. You should not be able to use your power and influence to to hurt someone's job. But it's different. Like you probably legally responsible, financially responsible, but not like criminally like. You don't got to have sex with somebody to be in a movie. That's a position. All right, fuck it. I'm not going to be in this movie. You know what I'm saying? But like, still wrong. But it's not apples to apples. 
just because he black, and you know I'm all black everything, pro-black everything, but just because he black, he should not get a pass for being a predator. So if you believe that, who manages this? I I was gonna have a music pick of the week, but I'm still I'm still sitting with it. I downloaded Carter Five this morning, oh, and man. I and I, I don't I don't know what I feel about I, it. I just thought yet. that was gonna be a topic that you was. Yeah, I, it was on it's on the list to Carter Five. It's it's too early. It's too early. Right, I, right. I need I, honestly, I need I, to listen to it for a weekend. See how I feel about it. Honestly, I was gonna have that discussion because since we drop on Fridays and mu- music come on Friday. We always talk about music before we ever actually give it a chance to to resonate for. Yeah, so and that's it was gonna be my music pick of the week. I do like Mona Lisa, like I love that shit because it's a, with, with Wayne and Kendrick, because Kendrick always goes in, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just partial to to Kendrick anyway. But the rest of the album, I just got to ride with it a little bit longer. I'm not ready it's to make too many songs. Bro. Yeah, and I'm not ready. It's, we've waited so long since the last official Wayne project. I was hyped this morning for it. So. 2011. Carter yeah. Four dropped. And the Carter Four was good. To, in my the, opinion, the Carter, it was good. Uh, it was all right. It was okay. Okay. Well, that's, that, I respect your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good. But, right. but Carter Five, I just got to ride with it a little bit longer. Uh, I ain't ready to make a determination on it yet. Talk to me next week. All right, but so you don't got that's the only music you listen to all week? Mona Lisa, that's that's all it. All right, we do Mona Lisa and shit. And then then ye, uh Kanye's supposed to drop tomorrow. Yeah, he is. I'm I don't what, know how I, I don't know if I even care. Kanye dropped what? He dropping He's dropping the album tomorrow. Yandi. <laughs> and he was on And uh, he performing on Saturday Night Live this week. Man, with Kanye, a Kaepernick man. sweater and a MAGA hat. Yeah, I'm I'm done with Ye, man. I, I think I'm for sure done with Ye. It's sad to say, but I'm, I think I'm for sure. I don't know if he has any good production or rap left in him. Why? That man need help, bro. He does. I just I just it's, don't know. Like normally, when Kanye got a project coming out, like I'm anticipating at least why you wanting think he to don't hear got it. no production. I don't know when when the last great Kanye West beat you heard? His last album. Well, not well, let me uh, not was, yay. Y'all probably listen to Joe Budden. Uh, his his yeah. hookup. Yeah, and he was talking about him. I I, I never mind. Go ahead. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. Like, I'm not excited about it. Well, I don't know what to feel. Well, yay was different, but uh, the joint with uh, the album before that, which was uh, Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo. Life yeah. of Pablo was good. That was hard. Yeah, that was a good album yeah. of rapping, and that them motherfucking beats on that bitch was great. That yeah, was I agree great, with that. that yeah, Life of production. Pablo was good. Try to stretch your hands. That's yeah. Just hard. Oh, yeah. That was great production. So I don't, I won't, I won't count him out on the production tip. I may not care about what he's talking about. Yeah, and that's and that's just what I'm thinking of. Like, I don't know what Kanye is gonna rap about. I don't even know if I want to hear it, but yeah. I'm gonna listen to. It. I'm gonna give it a spin when it come out tomorrow. I mean, it's it's at least worth that. It's probably gonna drop like seven o'clock p.m. What's, wrong, what's wrong with that? Do y'all immediately cut people off if they like Trump supporters? It's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to ride with you. Okay, uh, I look at you different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd be I'd be wanting to know the site like why. why? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd be wanting to know why cuz it's always a reason. Yeah. Uh I mean, but yeah. my 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 opinion ain't absolute. I'm not political at all and I and I admit I go off emotion and you just being a regular person yeah. and doing good and bad shit. You know what I'm saying? And the stuff that I just see him do is It'd be I mean, so I, wild. It's, but it's I, I'd be wondering like, why you support. I always want to know the why behind anything. Like why do you do that? So I don't get it. I don't get it. Okay. That's it. It's time for the Benny. Yeah. Dame going wild on everything that matters. Twitter, Instagram. I ain't fucking with Snapchat no more. So it's over with. Twitter and, Insta- Twitter and IG. Hey, can y'all answer one last question for me? Because I was, I was asking people this. Do y'all, you, you had Captain J's wings for sure. Facts. Hell yeah. With Manhattan the, with the chicken wings. crack. Ma- Ma- have you had Manhattan wings? I have. Which one? Which, which one? Is- what the fuck is Manhattan Wings? You ain't never had Manhattan fish is, and chicken? Is that a store? I mean, like a, a restaurant or some shit? I mean, it's a it's, it's similar to chicken. like Captain J's. Like, it's, it's just a carry well, The spot. one I go to is in Highland Park. That's closest to me. But if you haven't had it, it's cool. Well, no, I, it's, it's no, I regular, feel like I'm missing it's some shit out. It's regular fried chicken, but it's good as hell. I feel like I'm missing out. Old Wings. You should okay. try it. I was having that debate. With you should somebody. try it. But I, I it's think fire. It's it's. Yeah, they got they got good ass shit. To me, I think it's better than Captain it J's. Is. There's just more Captain J's, and they just hella accessible. Yeah, man, I've been on the barbecue wing barbecue weenies from Captain J's lately. Like fuck that. I know we said we was gonna talk about it at one point, but I still feel like I'm I'm ready to stamp my flag that I think that they say might have the best wings in the city. 
Could be. I haven't been there in the grip. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, give uh, out your socials. Uh, Jay Johnson three one three on everything that matters. Follow Shop Talk Podcast. Follow <clears throat> Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. Uh, fuck with this weekend culture. Um, fuck with every podcast that records out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio. We uh, we got like forty seven that record through. You know what I'm saying? Keep the lights on. We are making moves. Yeah. Uh, Nelson, give me your socials one more time, man. My personal social is uh, my whole name, uh, Nelson T. Sanders Jr. Uh, yeah, that's at Nelson T. Sanders Jr. And then I have the scene uh, at the scene Detroit, um, S E E N. And then my main bread and butter, uh, 1701 Bespoke, 1701 B E S P O K E. Well, I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller podcast, but. We are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace. Uh,